Hello everyone, it's Scott and I'm back with you. And it is, oh my gosh, it is, it, what? It's November the 2nd. <laughs> oh man, time gets away, right? Yeah, it's been a good, um, obviously I guess it's been a good uh, second half of the summer and early fall uh, on Sundance here. Uh, we're currently sitting at our slip at Sailing Associates on the Sassafras River in beautiful Galena, Maryland. Um, and we're pretty much done charters and sailing for the year. Um, got a bunch of stuff to do over the winter. Matter of fact, I've already pulled the floorboards up on the boat and uh, cleaning the bilge. I think I might, I'd like to take one more ride on the river here uh, before Thanksgiving, uh, fall foliage kind of a deal. It's Again, the Sassafras River, it's a beautiful river, often voted the most beautiful river on the Chesapeake Bay. Good deep water, plenty of gunk holes to hang out in and anchor in. So if you've never uh, visited this end of the bay before, it's a great place to start for sure. We've got some good rivers up here. I always joke with folks um, at the uh, Chesapeake Area Professional Captains Association that I'm part of that um, there is sailing uh, above the Chesapeake Bay Bridge on the Northern Bay. So uh, here to tell you that. Uh, but I digress. Yeah, it's been a good summer. I think the last we talked to you, we were in Duffy Creek, which was actually our neighbor here on the Sassafras River. Uh, we spent a month, we spent the month of July in Duffy Creek. Nice little marina, uh, family-owned marina there. And we had a great sip. I think that we've had probably the best slip pretty much we've ever had. Um, it was a, it was a slip owned by uh, some folks that currently are boatless, are boat shopping, I should say. It was a 50-foot slip, so my little 35-foot boat, I could almost pull it in and turn it around and dock it. But, uh, and it faced straight down, the, uh, straight down the river to the south and west, which is just a beautiful, beautiful sight. So, I mean, we would just sit there pretty much every night on the bow in our, in our chairs and just all at the, uh, at the sunsets we were getting and, you know, all the, the boat traffic on the river. And um, so we moved from there on July the 31st and took it to North Point Marina in Rock Hall, Maryland. So when you're coming into Rock Hall proper uh, between the jetties, North Point will be the first marina on the left. And what another great place to stay. Lori, the, the lady who owns the marina, is very, very, very nice person, uh, very um, outgoing and, and and there for you every step of the way, whatever you need, yeah, she can pull that off for you. So we spent the month of August in Rock Hall, which was really total fun. I've, I've literally been talking for 25 years probably now about moving the boat to Rock Hall, but it's uh, it's such a drive. And, and, and quite frankly, we've been spoiled up, to, up until this point, uh, keeping the boat in Northeast where we were keeping it, which, I mean, literally, the one bay boat was maybe a seven-minute ride for us to get to the boat. And when we were in uh, the Wellwood Marine in Charlestown, it might have maybe 15 minutes, you know, with traffic in town. So we've been spoiled our whole entire boating career pretty much, you know, with the boat being very close to us. 
Um, so it's a little bit of an adjustment for us, uh, an hour and 20 minutes to Rock Hall to get to the boat, which was a, a different thing for me as well, because I'm not just, I don't know, I'm not used to having the boat that far away. And, and I know folks do it all the time. I mean, we have plenty of PA folks that boat all around us. And, you know, some of these folks have an hour, 20, hour, an hour, half, a two hour ride, maybe even plus to get home, you know, to get down and then get back home on the weekends. And my hat's off to you folks. And I wasn't complaining about the hour 20 ride. It was, um, it was, it was well worth it. So we had such a glorious time in Rock Hall. Great slip, great, um, <laughs> great dock mates. It, it's funny. We did, I did a talk about, I don't know, three or three years ago, maybe through the, um, uh, captain's association here on the Chesapeake to the Wilmington power squadron in Wilmington, Delaware, and we just did a little talk on, you know, boating on the Chesapeake Bay and the upper Chesapeake Bay and, and things like that. And lo and behold, I pull into my slip in Rock Hall at, uh, at North Point, and I'm right in the middle of them because that's where about five or six of them are all congregated right there at North Point Marina. So uh, that was fun, uh, particularly the, the lady that sort of... Uh, you know, I communicated with to come do the talk. She was she was right up the dock from us. So we just had a good time there all summer. Good people. We were there this time, and it's our first time ever uh, being in Rock Hall for the Pirates and Winches weekend. So that was quite an experience. If you've never done that, that's probably something as a boater. Probably really fun to do. Uh, started off on Friday with I think it was Friday. It's hard to remember now. But um, they had a big uh, dinghy, um, I think, uh, like a costume, like a dresser dinghy up like a pirate ship. But it really just turned into a big giant water gun battle on the uh, right there in front of uh, in front of the on the waterfront in Rock Hall. So that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, um, all the events in town, all the pirate, the exhibitions. They were live firing some cannons and, you know, guns. And uh, and then they had the Pirates Ball, I believe, Saturday night at Waterman's, which we, we didn't stay for the ball. We, we actually had our, uh, our grandkids with us. But um, we, did, we, we, we were there early evening for dinner watching everything sort of getting, you know, getting revved up for the ball. So that was interesting. So, yeah, good time. Um, but... Yeah, between the Harbor Shack and and Waterman's, and I'm you know I don't have it in front of me, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look this up. They have a new, uh, it's not a new restaurant. It's a it's a it's an ex, what was an existing uh, it was a I think it was a pasta place the last time we were in there, um, but it's been bought by some new owners and turned into a new place to go. I'm gonna sit here and Google this right now just so i don't mess this up but um it was again new place to go cool very cool tiki bar um let me see waterman's ford seafood pasta Ooh, it's still listed as pasta oh that's a different one sorry uh blue heron the blue heron oyster house that was it Come, comes highly recommended from the crew of Sundance and all of our folks, um, for sure. So check that out. Uh, we visited Signals, which um, was is the uh, little bar over at Haven Harbor. Um, 
on the upper deck over there, which Haven Harbor was a place that we frequented for many, many, many years on the, the old powerboat Mackay and our earlier sailboats, Kunamara and Waterfront. And uh, nice little bar over there. And I'm sitting here thinking about this out loud, and it sounds like all we did was go from bar to bar to bar, which there, there might be some truth to that, but we really did a lot of family stuff as well uh, that did not involve going to bars. And, of course, last but not least in town, Maggie's. It's been our first really full year um, at Maggie's, which is uh, sort of downtown and on the way out of town at the crossroads in Rock Hall. Um, it's definitely a place to visit. It's got its very distinct um, ambiance. So if you ever are in Rock Hall and you get a chance to visit Maggie's and have a couple of beers, probably owe, your, owe it to yourself to do that. But uh, yeah, we spent the whole uh, month of August uh, in, uh, at North Point, which I just can't, I can't even imagine how much fun we had. Uh, I know I keep saying that, it's repetitive. The, the 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 thing about doing this the way we did it this year was spending July at uh, at Duffy Creek and then August in in uh, Rock Hall every weekend. I never got anything done at the house, <laughs> so you know at, you know sometimes sometimes you have to mow the grass at least right. So that was hard to get done on occasion. Um, and actually, we were uh, we were. We were to move our boat back up to the Sassafras the last weekend of August, and uh, I was kind. Laurie was kind enough to work a deal out with me, so I played some music for uh, the folks on Labor Day weekend. So she, uh, we worked a deal to stay the extra weekend, and I did that. We played some music out front for everybody, all the slip holders, good fun. Again, you know, met a bunch of people we hadn't even met as of yet at that point. And, uh, gosh, closed the weekend down and moved, uh, we moved, uh, Sundance up the bay on Labor Day this year. And I'll tell you, I'm glad I single-handed it back up the bay because it was, it was a lumpy mess, uh, Labor Day. If you were out on the boat on the Chesapeake Bay on Labor Day, Labor Day, you probably know what I'm talking about. And I'm really glad that I wasn't going south down the bay. I was going north, you know with a following sea of about maybe two to three feet. And as always, it was just lumpy washing machine all the way probably until pool, usually around Pools Island or so, it, it sort of settles out uh, for the extreme upper bay. But um, yeah, I brought it up by myself and uh, you know pulled it into the slip at Sailing Associates and, and Sharon hopped on board once we got her all tied up and I mean, Everything was all over the place inside because I was not stowed for sea. I wasn't prepared for that. And I'm always one, you know, submarine training here, stow for sea, you know, and all that. But I did not do that and was not. And the refrigerator was all over the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. What a mess. But anyhow, um, you know, once I got past Pools Island, it was a nice, you know, nice flat ride. Uh up the bay. Oh, I, I, I do. There is one story that I'm, I neglected to tell you. Um, on the way down, um, on 4th of July, actually, yeah, on 4th of July, that's when we moved the boat down to Rock Hall. We're off of, uh, Betterton and, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't know, it's a mile, two miles across maybe to, uh, um, 
God, I'm going to remember the name of the, forget the name of the point, but anyhow, it's across, about two miles across the river there. But uh, we're, we're pretty much in the middle, you know, kind of lining up to, to head south. And there's an older fella out there on a paddleboard, which that's not so unusual, but no life jacket, no, I mean, no PFD, no nothing. Um, just stroking it uh, for Grove Point. Grove Point was what I was trying to think of. And I thought, how unusual is that? I mean, I mean, we see a lot of paddleboarders and, you know, kayakers, canoers, windsurfers, whatever, kiteboarders. But you don't see folks that far out typically without some kind of PFD attached to them or attached to the board or something. And uh, I said something to Sharon. We kind of, he was a little ways off from us and, you know, we passed by. And uh, she said, do you think we should go, like, try to help the guy? And I said, well, I mean, there's there's a few powerboats in the area there. And he, he looks like he was, you know, he was still going pretty strong at that point, headed for Grove Point. And then a little while later, I looked back, and, you know, we were probably a mile, mile and a half or two miles gone at that point with the binoculars, and he was sitting on the board. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the guy's, like, out in the middle, exhausted. I mean, at least he's, at least he's still on the board. So... What's, what's the first rule? Never leave the boat. Never leave your board. As long as something's floating, you know, you, you've got a chance. Um, and then just about the time I said that, over uh, Channel 16 on the, uh, on the VHF came the call from the Coast Guard. You know, um, be it, you know please be on the lookout. Missing um, male, whatever years old, you know, off of, uh, off of Batterton between on the Sassafras River. And sure enough, that's what happened. So in about maybe three or four minutes after that, one of the DR, DNR boats went flying by us with the lights on. So uh, they picked him up and uh, took him back to wherever that he needed to go. But, I mean, case in point here, folks, I, it's just a little common sense when you're on the water. I mean, yeah, well, I'm not trying to preach anything to anybody. But, you know, being out here on this on this bay for... 50 whatever years now it's just smart to have something that's going to save your butt when you get yourself in a situation with you um so anyhow i digress once again you know i forgot i should have told that story a little bit further up but anyhow uh we pulled the boat we're at sailing associates marina now in georgetown maryland and what a beautiful little marina this is i i've 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 had my eye on sailing associates for years now i mean the the people are super nice. It's like it's manicured to the T. It's beautiful green grass and trees, you know, plenty of wildlife around, squirrels and ducks and, you know, on and on and on. Uh, a nice pool. It's got an eight foot deep pool, which my granddaughter really likes that because it's deep and we can we have to dive to the bottom to pick up our dive corn. So that's a good thing. Uh, but we're we're now situated on ADOC, um, slip number eight on at Sailing Associates, and uh, are really, really looking forward to being um, part of the family there. They have some really nice, really nice, really nice sailboats, you know, uh, up and down and around us. So it, it's going to be really a lot of fun to, to meet those folks and, and get better acquainted with them, you know, over the next year. Uh, behind us is Sassafras River Marina, which is a big, uh, there's, there's a few sailboats over there, mostly a powerboat marina. That's also a nice marina. And right up, uh, and of course, right down the street from us is the, uh, 
well, I still call it the Granary, but they call it the Fish Whistle. Uh, great restaurant, outdoor seating, good food. You know, and moving down the river from there, again, Duffy Creek is kind of situated right in the middle there. And then um, um, moving on down to Skipjack Cove, which Skipjack has a nice little restaurant and bar called, um, gosh, I think that might be Signals as well. I know, right? My memory's shot, right? I'm 65. What do you, what do you expect? But anyhow, uh, nice deck to sit on. Um, there as well, and then if you move up the river towards uh, towards the, the towards the drawbridge, I'll say um, the Kitty Nighthouse, which is uh, which is actually called Deep Blue at this point, and they when you if you want a sunset view down the river on a nice summer evening, go there and stand on the deck and just take that in. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's just every every night it's a picturesque shot you know for sure and right there uh by the kitty night house is the uh what was the georgetown marina uh, that went to was to go to auction uh just about two months ago and was actually bought prior to the auction last minute somebody came in and scooped it up so we're all very curious um uh, who picked up georgetown um, because I mean, you're, they're going to have to put some money into it for sure. I mean, it's been a little bit dilapidated for quite some time now with the docks and everything. But, I mean, with the Sassafras River being deep water all the way to the head, and and Georgetown has the biggest uh, um, gear, equipment, to pull large boats out of the water on the upper bay. I mean, you know, I mean, they're um, they're their uh their well was probably i don't know i mean it's it it easily fits the biggest catamarans you know that would be on our end of the bay the 50 55 52 55 foot catamarans easily fit into their um their boat wells you know the lifts are are you know big huge lifts designed to lift those out of the water so um I'm real curious, again, who bought this and what they're going to do in the future, because at one point in time, that was one of the jewels of the Chesapeake, you know, years ago. What a beautiful marina, um, great facilities and everything. So, uh, you know, I haven't heard any rumors just to be, I'm sure they're out there, but I, I, I haven't heard any of, of who purchased it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see soon here. So, uh, yeah, so the, which brings us up to to day um getting ready to do uh, I, i've got some winter maintenance things planned for the uh boat i was i was actually on the sailrite um channel the other day and I'm, i've been you know i've been messing with this bimini and this kind of a uh, cockpit cover which we did i kind of fashioned one this year which i mean it's ugly to look at if you look real close because <laughs> i'm not particularly good at sewing however it was very functional at uh, keeping the sun off whomever was sitting in the cockpit, which was has been important. But um, in the last couple videos from Sailrider about a, a California Dodger, and I'd heard of California Dodgers before, but I never really sort of, I, sh I should have Googled it, Googled it long ago and um, investigated that. But um, I think that's pretty much what I've been looking for because I'm going to have my Bimini, you know, over the steering pedestal and 
possibly this California Dodger over the uh, over the hatchway, and then we'll you know we'll make a, a little fill in between the two. But the California, like a full Dodger, I don't think I need a full Dodger on the Upper Chesapeake Bay for what I do. Um, you know, it's just it's. It, it, we need, especially in like July and August, you need that air moving through the cockpit, you know, to keep folks cool. But the California Dodgers are just zip out panels, you know, f front and both sides. So, I mean, it's basically just like having a, a bimini over the hatchway, which which is very good to have to keep that sun, you know, from heating the boat up on a hot summer day. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm sort of um, I'm putting it all. I'm putting together my parts list and what I think I may need to do that. And, uh, probably enlist the help of my good friend, Captain Todd Moore, because he actually owns a sailwright machine and, you know, put this thing together because, uh, I just have, I have like a heavy duty singer machine. It's a D 44, I think is the model number, which, which is pretty good. I mean, it, it's worked well, it works well for sewing cushions. It worked pretty well for sewing the, uh, the Bimini that, that I have currently, but when you're stacking up three and four or five layers of Sunbrella, you know, for, you know, uh, the, 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 the zippers and, and the, um, the flaps, the down flaps that, that go around the Bimini, then, um, you know, you're, you're out of, you're out of my league with my singer, but obviously the sailwright machines are made to do that. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I got to get some pictures and some plans together, but, uh, maybe we'll do some YouTube stuff with that over the winter. Um, like I say, I've already pulled the, the floorboard up, cleaned the bilge out. Hmm. I'm going to re, I, I want to put some new lighting in. I, I put LED lighting in a few, two years ago, which works great. I just want to add to it. I want to add some, um, some rig for red LED lighting down there. So, you know, on a night ride or a night passage, instead of having the white lights down in the cabin, you know, we have red lights, which is much better for your night vision. If you're, um, uh, a night sailing type person, flying person, or, you know, a military person, you know that your red light is uh, significantly better for your night vision than obviously white light is. So, uh, yeah, we got that online. Eh, I don't know, a couple more things here and there. So, and that sort of sums up the end of uh, 2022 sailing season for Sundance Sailing Charters. Um, Gosh, yeah, can't think of anything else. I appreciate everybody that does uh, tune in and, and listen to this on the sparse occasions that I actually do it. And I keep saying I'm going to do it more often and time gets away from me and, you know, it's it's tough to do. Um, so, uh, again, thank you so much for uh, being a part of all of this. And, uh, you know, we'll... we'll We'll, we'll try our best uh, to do a little bit more, you know, here on this end for the podcast with you. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at um, uh, Sundance Sailing Charters. And you can find us on the internet at comesailwithme.net. And again, we're located on the Sassafras River in Georgetown, Maryland. I think I said Galena before. Galena, Georgetown. It all kind of runs together. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we're pretty much done for this year. You know, I, you know, I'm I'm fully engaged up until Thanksgiving and later. I mean, if anybody would like to do something, I can probably put something together. 
Uh, you can give us a call at 443-877-5830. Uh, check us out, like I say, on, on the web or on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, I think at Sundance Chesapeake, I believe is what I am on Instagram. I'm not on there so much as I probably should be, but uh, we are on Instagram there. And uh, yes, so I hope everybody had a good Halloween the other night. And the holidays are coming up, so uh, if we don't talk, happy Thanksgiving, and then Merry Christmas. Moving on into 2023. 2023, think of it, wow. But uh, may the good Lord take a liking to you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much.